Hey, Brian. Oh, man. Hey. All right, guys. Welcome back to There's Gotta Be a Line, the show where we talk about whatever we feel like talking about, and if there's a line, we've probably crossed it. And we offend kids. Uh, this show is definitely not for kids. That's absolutely the truth. So today, we didn't really know what to talk about coming in today. We didn't prepare much, but um, Brian and I both have some experience working in the general public. Fuck all of you shoppers. <laughs> Literally. We're going we're gonna to describe some kinds of people, and if you are this kind of person, politely reevaluate your life on a molecular level. If not, just kill yourself. We immediately apologize for that. But, <laughs> but, it's no. True. I have depression and anxiety. It's fine. I take meds. It's fine. This is how the modern generation deals with things, okay? We're making a podcast because it's cheaper than therapy. Um, so. Please help. So I'm not going to name names of like the corporation that I work for um, or that Brian works for or anything like that. Um, I was going to start off with what happened today and some things that have been happening at my place of work and and I'd like to call it poetic justice because you know these people are coming in and they're not following policy and procedures and then things happen to them where they they try to make it our fault and it's to me it's just funny so I want you to understand if you're this type of customer if you're this type of person I'm laughing at you from the inside also like wear a mask like it's not that hard I saw a clip today of a manager at Trader Joe's in Oregon who was being the most kind dude I could ever see in that position where he was telling people, never recording him, obviously, that's how we saw the shit. And he's telling them, like, hey, you can't come in here, you don't have masks on. They're like, you're violating Oregon statute, all that stuff. It's a public place. You cannot deri- uh, deny my right to commerce, all that stuff. It's like, what the fuck? He's like, first of all, you've rehearsed this answer because you're so butthurt about having to wear a mask that you would rather try to argue it and Trader Joe's is like a private company. Like they lease, like same way at least, like I don't know, an apartment is the same way that like anybody. I mean, I have the right to be like, hey, don't come into my apartment, right? Yeah, and I mean, we talked about this before last week yeah. with the Capitol and things like that. Like people, not enough people have been told no, and it's it's funny because we commonly get referred to as the generation who is pampered and and like gets angry when we don't get things handed to us. But that's exactly the way these people are acting. Yep. And it's really the pot calling the, get- the kettle black. Um, but, you know, today... Not saying black is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but if this describes you, if this describes you, if you walk into a place of business with less time before they close than it would take to process the transaction, fuck you. Yeah, and, and like, especially, like, if you work in the consumer wireless industry, I mean, it takes forever to transfer your phone. Show in, like, I mean, show up, like, two hours earlier. Because I don't want to be like, oh, man, this took too long. Can I come in tomorrow? It's like, yes, you can come in tomorrow, but I don't want to start this, like, at 7.55 when I close at 8. Like, I'm done. I want to go home. Yeah, and, and it's... You talk about, like, wanting to be respected and all these things, but you showed, like, the minimal amount of respect. Like, you know, we close up at 6 o'clock where I work, and someone walked in at, like, 5.57 and goes, yeah, I need to I need to rent a car. Uh, I was like, okay, did you have a reservation? Yeah, I had one. It was for 5 o'clock. I said, okay, it's, it's 5.57. I close at 6. What do you want me to do for you? They're like, you... 
you can't do the rental anymore. I was like, it's three minutes before we close. The rental process, granted, it only takes about 10 minutes, but that's less time than there was left before we closed. And it was kind of funny because then when we tried to run the card, it was like this form of payment invalid, use another card or do not rent. And like the system just wouldn't let me. So, you know, some poetic justice. Uh, I was like, hey, the system's not going to let me. But, you know, if, if you're that type of person, just reevaluate things reevaluate things. I don't get it. If you're the type of person who goes into retail and there's five minutes left and the or the closing announcement's already gone off and they are closed and an associate asks you like, hey, do you need help looking for something? Don't say, oh no, I'm just looking. No, you're not. It's past the time to just look. They want to go home. They want to pack up because man, I used to work at Target and that was an issue. Whatever. I see those Karens like just walk in. They would come in like before we about to close. It's only like on holiday time too. I was like, oh. And then it's like, hey, uh, we're about to close up in like 10 minutes. I mean, I'll, I can help you find something if you're looking for it. It's like, uh, no, I mean, I just came in to browse around. And yeah, pretty much like what Nick said, it's like, dude, like. Yeah, like, you guys don't seem to understand it. It's not this one discreet moment where the only thing that we do at our job is the time from you walk into the door until you leave. We've been there all day. We've dealt, we've done many transactions with other customers. We've had problem after problem we've been screamed at by whoever okay whomever whomever whatever and um yeah i mean listen brian i'm a pseudo intellectual i started listening to a brief history of time today by stephen hawking hey guys he's listening to books he doesn't read them listen i it's got to be the most oxymoron thing that you could possibly think of like paradoxical situation i don't know just it's ironic because I hate reading and in, in the terms that I don't want to start a book, but if I do, I will finish it because I'll enjoy it. So I was like, Hey, I'm going to get audible. And so audible, if you're listening, um, yes, audible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is great. It is great. But, um, just like listening to it, it's like five hours or something to, to listen for that book. But if you're into the, if you're not one of those people whose eyes gloss over when you hear technical jargon, then definitely, like, listen to it. Wait, um, did you say a ring called Tom? Hmm? No. That's, that's, a uh, what's her name? Um, <laughs> it's only the Oprah. It's Mindy saying. something, right? Uh, yeah, Mindy Callum. Yeah, she was in that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I thought she was Oprah. the main character. No, I mean, I didn't watch it, but I know Oprah was inside it. And uh, Oprah is, like, a goddess, a queen. So, yeah. In real life or in the movie? Like, I mean, in real life. I'm just I saying love, anyone. I love Oprah. I'm just saying anyone who can tell you to look underneath your seat. Yes, and it's like, it's like, and, and you get excited? And there's like, something there, that's a real life goddess. Like, I'm like, please, like, Oprah. Speaking of goddesses. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so, so last week was our first episode, and we kind of stumbled across <laughs> talking about Greek mythology, and I don't know what we're going to say on this subject yet, because I haven't really looked at it, but we, we're going to try to put a little tidbit of information about who Zeus is fucked in every one of these situations. You know, it was it Helena, right? Or his sister was Helena or something? Basically, you, oh, he did. His sister? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. And let's be honest here. Like, we know Darwinism and all that stuff. Like, he discovered, I think he discovered incest through, um, or inbreeding through, like, tomato plants, actually. And he was like, it was her fruits at first. Yeah. You know, he's got to be looking, and I think he married his, like, one of his, his, his a certain degree of cousin, right? Like, first, second, yeah. some cousin. Mm-hmm. And I swear he was just looking at those tomatoes going, oh shit, that me. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were having all these mutations and like not living. He was like, oh no. 
have kids. But um, but yeah, like, is that a real thing? With like, can we say? Can we really say that incest applied to like gods, like Greek gods? It couldn't have, right? Because there's not a bloodline. Uh, I mean, here's the thing, though. They were obviously sharing DNA from the penises and vaginal areas. <laughs> so DNA was being shared. God's anatomical lesson here. Yes. Um, if you didn't know, uh, gods do have reproductive organs. Yes, I checked. No. <laughs> Personally. Actually, Zeus fucked me. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I don't. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, because in the Odyssey, they were, I mean, yes, they were gods. Breaking out the Odyssey. Dude, I took a mythology class in high school, dude, and that was also my favorite. (laughs) I'm going to say that's another topic. Of course, that's your favorite subject in high school, like the public education system. This is what happened in college. I don't know how we're getting to this point, because we're still going to go back to, like, if this describes you as a type of person, then fuck you. But, you know what? No, this, this applies to it as well, okay? Because... First of all, let's get through the whole part where, like, at 16 years old, we have to take a test that determines which college we get into, which determines, like, how good of a, an education we get, which determines how good of a career we get, and it basically maps out the rest of our lives, and you want to do that at 16 years old, and then the only loan that you'll give us when we're 18 is a government loan that basically just raw dogs you for the rest of your life. You have to rely on forgiveness, like forgiveness after 10 years Takes you to, pound town. to even get out of it, you know? But but then if you make too much, it's like they don't forgive you. They don't care, yeah. right? Um, it, it's a whole... Which, who says that long, by the way? So it's, hey, this is what it's you too, make right? too much. It's so, make too little. My, my friend texted me today and was like, um, I was telling about some... some um, some feelers that I have out in the industry of like some jobs that I'm trying to look at in my career and things like that. And he was like, he said he had some as well. And he goes, what are we here to do? And I was like, um, actually, you know what? I'm just going to read the text verbatim. I'm going to murder this cat, guys. Like, this cat has been moving around. He's really not here for it. He's, he doesn't support he, the whole he thing. Has, he has a catnip platypus, and he is fucking losing his mind <laughs> over here. I'm telling you. Um... Okay, so here was the text. He said, what are we here to do? And I said, we're here to fucking wake up every morning knowing that we could be doing so much more with our qualifications, but the third world country disguised as a developed country that's really three corporations in a trench coat that we live in need millions of people to stick to roles that they are overqualified for because no one should be making below the poverty line, but the real objective of capitalism is to feed the rich, and you can't do that if you don't exploit the lower class, even if that means leaving those behind that work their asses off to get out of a system that shouldn't exist in the first place. So that's how I felt this morning about it. But, moving on. Did you hear the doorknob? Yeah, I think it was my um, my DoorDash. You would order food, huh? I didn't. Anna ordered it for me. Oh, wow. But um, Wow. Listen, wow. I said I had soup and a sandwich, and she said that wasn't enough. Dude, I mean, wow. Because I'm like, I'm like, yo, it's, are people coming in? But no, it's DoorDash, because some people don't take podcasting seriously. I'm offended. <laughs> Is this uh, a serious podcast? Come uh, on. Alright, guys, the podcast's over. <laughs> podcast over. Bye. 12 minutes today, boys. We're out. Um, no, 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 no. I was in like a total forever, Nick. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yes. No, um, sorry. Sorry, two unique listeners that we see in our stats right now. Hey, they're unique and special in their own way. Guys, also, I really can't. I'm off on a tangent here, but I'm losing my mind. I swear this guy was just fucking with me. But I went through cookout, and he goes, Nick, right? And I was like, yeah. And then he handed my food and goes, huge fan. 
Bro, I have, we have two unique listeners on here. There's no way that this guy, there's no way. Uh, but I wonder, I wonder, and I'm, th- I'm thinking, me- like, memory is a fickle thing, right? So I'm thinking back, and I'm like, did he already have my card in his hand? Because if he did, he could have just looked at my name and been like, I'm going to fuck with this guy. Like, I'm going to live rent-free in his head. That's true. And it's been days now. And so he's really accomplishing that. So if he <laughs> ever does listen, I want him to know. Come on the show. That he really fucked with me. Yeah. Like, you're here, bud. Honestly, we, I'm just inviting anyone to the show. We just want people to come out and talk. Like, have conversations. Talk about cool shit. Because the fact that I'm not drunk right now is like, it's boring. Bro, I have beers in the fridge. No, nah, professionalism, though. Professionalism. Yes. I cut we're, that. Cut that. Yes, yes. We're astute. I'm going to bleep it. It's going to be like, hey, I have in the fridge. I love it, though. Nah, All right. Water in the fridge. But moving, moving back, moving back, moving back. It's like, if you're, if this describes you as a person, tell me, we talked about, like, you have to make all these big decisions when you're in high school, right? Bigly ones. Biggity, biggity, biggity decisions. But then... When you get, say you get to a freshman in college, right? Some people, a lot of people don't know what they want to major in yet. And you, as a freshman or sophomore in your gen ed classes, and if you are doing exploratory programs, you get TAs as your teachers. You don't get professors. You do not. Right? You get graduate teaching assistants. A lot of these TAs aren't particularly thrilled to be teaching the subject they're teaching. They don't even know what they do in their life. They don't. So... Explain to me, and this like this is what I'm just saying with the public education system, and and that's fine. But it's the people who make it work, you know, who who are trying to be cogs in the system. Like, if you were a little bit more enthusiastic, you could really make a difference. So it's like if you're the type of person, if you're a TA and you're listening, and you don't show a little bit of interest in this subject, you could potentially take a student who would have otherwise been interested in that subject and chosen that to major in. And completely turn them off of it. It's uh, unfortunately true. Like people don't realize, if you're in a leadership like position, you have like so much power. And while like, especially like if it's like a teacher thing, right? Like I mean, you. I mean, I only get excited um for like a major as like the people who are teaching me are excited. If that makes sense. If you just give a little bit of effort. And you just seem a little bit passionate about the subject. You could, like, really help someone find what they want to major in. Or how about, in general, kind of, like, in the same line, too. Um, bosses who don't make you feel enthusiastic about uh, going to work. Oh, my gosh. Like, my current boss now, love her because, like, she makes work fun. As in, I don't feel like I'm dreading to go to work. Former bosses, though? Oh man, I worked in car lots, and and in general, like they just see you as can you push this dollar sign, and it's man, it is the worst. Because we're all we're all capital, right? We're all capital, and and the thing is, like you know, people will go work at some companies, and they'll feel like they'll feel better about working in the company, but. In all honesty, they could replace you tomorrow. They're making you feel better. They're making you feel, like, appreciated while you're there because they know it's a good business move. I mean, and also some people just, like, they generally care. Like, I know some, boss, some people like, do. Just, like, she just cares. That's why, like, I mean... Some people do, but, yeah. I mean, like, you think of the, the top of the line. <laughs> no, all these places at the company um, that, at the end of the day, they don't know the names of the people that work there. Just a number. 
But they can go out and say to each person, like, and run it down the ladder, like, hey, make sure the, the employees feel appreciated because, like, at the very least, we need to, like, keep them here. You know, like if they if you if you like give them if you give them a cookie every once in a while, they won't want to leave for the job that pays like a dollar more an hour because they don't know if they'll feel if they'll be as appreciated at that job. But on the flip of this, like flip the script there, and and the newer like you see a lot of people, a lot of younger people who have histories on their resume where it's like at jobs for less than a year or something. And older people will tell you, like, you need to have at least a year. Looks so bad on your resume. Yeah, it looks bad on your resume. You need to show that you can tough it out for a year. Like, no. We... It's like, yeah, it's like, guess what? Janice, I hate him, my old boss, and I hate you, too. Yeah, it's like, off. we know that we have, like, there's, we know there's an option now of, like, better employers that we can go somewhere else. And sometimes they'll pay you more. And even, I'll take a pay cut if I'm happier. Cause yeah, I'm... and even if the company doesn't like itself like if there's a manager there that does a great job at leading and we're talking about leadership right like my boss not so a manager is someone who delegates and tells you what to do tells you how it's supposed to be done and looks at the numbers and tries to reach the bottom line a leader is someone who goes and does that stuff with you and they lead by example. Like, I cannot stress that enough that a leader is someone who only wants success for you. Like, if you've ever worked under a manager or someone who gets threatened when you do well, like, that's upsetting because that means they're doing a good job, right? Yeah. And, like, the, the whole point is for you to progress. Like, if they... Because think about how self-centered you have to be to think that you are going to be in this position forever. Like, why do you only want that for yourself as a manager? Like, why do you, like, you're so threatened by them becoming better at their job that they may take yours. Why would you not want to go up the ladder? Because I'm like, the manager should be trying to take their boss's job. The boss should be trying to take their boss's job. You know, as a ever-flowing thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean... It's like, if, if you're really good at your job, then you should, like, you know, want to make other leaders yes. pretty much <laughs> yes so and and it bugs me so much that like toxicity is in the workplace sometimes or just in general relationships where it's like people don't want their oh, friends or their employees to do better let you me know tell you about car if you're not fucking somebody related to the owner of the car dealership you will not get that like job as a manager i like i'm just saying though like or if, or if you do, it's going to take, like, 10 years. Because, I mean, I worked for a dealership where, like, dude shows up out of nowhere. But only, come to find out, he was fucking, like, well, he was dating, like, the owner's sister. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, this dude is incompetent as hell. But, okay. Alright, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's pretty much what jobs are nowadays. Is if you're not fucking somebody... Well, it's, it's really all about networking, and it's like it's in the most network with dis- your penis. It's really in the most disgusting way to say that. Vagina. Like it's not like networking in the sense that we're talking about is not the good way. It's like not going out and making connections. It's no. like, hey, you know, it really is like a who do you know? Wink, wink. You know, I like know yeah, and that's what's upsetting about the situation. So if that describes you. Reevaluate yourself on a molecular level. And, and hear me out. Hear me out. People who ask me to have a nice day, and then like I say, have a good day back, and then 
you know, just fucking. And those, because I'm like, dude, you know what? I, I, I understand that you want me to have a nice day, but I don't want to tell you to have a nice day. I want to say have the day that you de- that you deserve, right? Because you, you could be a pedophile. You could be. And I don't know why, but I get unnecessarily mad when people tell me to have a nice day. I'm like, don't tell me what kind of day to have. If I want to have a shitty day, I'll have a shitty day. Or in general, like, I mean, there are those people who it's like, oh, how are you? And it's like, I'm doing good. How about you? Well, I'm doing well. I'm like, oh, oh you still oh, do that. Even. I'm that guy. Oh, fuck. I'm oh. that guy. Oh, dude. Actually, I, I try to, like, I try to mimic what people do because it's like, well, that's one of the things in, like, building rapport is trying to, like, copy the customer almost. Oh, man, I got or The person that you're talking to is, like, mimic their style. So, you know, if I ask someone how they're doing, they're saying, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. And they ask me, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing all right. Or, you know, like, oh, I'm doing fine. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. And, or, you know, whatever, but... I say, I'm literally on a titty. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, good review. This guy was fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what else? What else? You know, what other thing really annoys you, like, if you're this type of person? Oh, man, something that also annoys me is showing up, like, super... Li- no, I'm kidding. I, I do it all for the time. <laughs> I, see that I can't stand, guys. This is a fundamental difference between myself and Brian. Like, if I'm very much, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. I'm like, if you show up, cool. If you don't, okay. <laughs> guys, we were supposed to do this at 6:30, and it's not 18. So hey, for all my African American people living with their parents. You already know what the vibe is. You already know what the vibe is. Like, you know why I was here on time. <laughs> like, like, you exactly know. Okay. Hey, my favorite proverb is colored people time, but oh Negro, we still arrive. Don't, can you say that? I can say Negro. Like, on the podcast, I mean. I mean, I, yeah, I mean I've heard worse on podcasts. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. And we're still new to the game, guys, so we're like, but there yeah. are some crazy weird podcasts out there. And honestly, our pack, our podcast last week hasn't gotten taken down yet, so we feel pretty confident now. Hey, um, two unique listeners. I haven't gotten a cease and desist letter from Trump, so I feel like I'm in the clear. Cease and desist this, daddy. <laughs> if I did, I would I would 100% like frame it. And possibly tweet it, but you want to know who wouldn't see that tweet? Oh man, Trump! <laughs> oh man, I I did it. I feel threatened. <laughs> hey, if this describes you, and your <laughs> your your name is Donald Trump, <laughs> and you were the forty fifth president of the United States, <laughs> reevaluate yourself on a molecular level. As you can tell, guys, we're very pro Trump here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, I think his toupee should have ran as his vice president. Hey, you know who he's about to pardon, though? Little Wayne. Can we just talk about the fact real quick that in the last couple <laughs> weeks leading up to, like, this uh, administration transfer or shift or whatever you want to call it, um, federal executions have been, like, three times higher than they have been in the last five or six decades. Who are they executing? They, they just, like, the federal government just executed, like, 13 people within the last... Oh, my, I thought you meant, like, federal government. No, no, no. No, yeah, like, people on death row. Okay, like, people yeah, yeah. On, fe- on federal death row, but... Uh, yeah, because, I mean, they all think that Joe Biden is going to cancel executions and then, like, so they want to be like, ha. Ah, Which, man. first of all, let's not pretend like it would be a bad thing. Like, if you're pro or, or against, you know, capital punishment, whatever, but let I think we should all agree that, like, our penal system has never been... 
about rehabilitation. No, no, I mean, that's why I love Sweden and Norway, because they're like, hey, be good humans, and then the people and, turn out to be good humans, and it's like, ah, right, go work, and in, in, um, in society, yeah. and they work, and they're great. There, there are so many other countries where, like, you know, like, uh, Nordic countries where they're, they have such a low incarceration rate that the prisons that they did build are becoming homeless shelters. And guess what? There's no use for that either because they don't have homelessness running rampant like we do in the U.S. Sweden, Norway, if you're listening, let me move. Be please. on the show. <laughs> I don't know who. Just one of you. I want to move there so much. Please give me a visa. I really want to go to like the Nordic uh, fjords and just kind of like vacation there. I think it would be so cool. I want to go to where uh, Lord of the Rings was shot, but that's like in New Zealand though, right? That would be beautiful. No, yeah. dude, because every time I see that shot, dude, I'm like, man, the great view and everything. Money shot? <laughs> on the face. <laughs> nah, nah, on the back of the civilized. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, 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 in the tummy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Make me rummy. <laughs> well, guys, I mean, basically, it's been about 30 minutes here, but, um, you know, that, it just, I kind of wanted to vent to something, whether it was a podcast or what, like, about people who don't take things seriously or they pretend like because you're behind a service counter or because you work in the service industry that you can be trampled all over and they just forget all the morals and respect that they've ever learned in their lives and they just, you know, take it and throw it out the window. Like, sometimes I just want to ask these people for their mother's phone number and ask them if I called her and told them how they were acting, like what they would, what would be said to them. Oh, I just got the cops, so I mean, there's that. You know what? Here's the thing, though. I I tried twice. We had people become belligerent in the lobby, and we're like, we're verbally assaulting customers in the lobby. And you know, someone else stepped in. A customer stepped in and was like, "Hey, you're this. You're being disrespectful for no reason." And I like I called the cops, and both times, out of both the times that I called, on average, it took them about thirty five minutes. To get there. So they each time I got there, and I was like, they're gone. They're they're gone. Like, I don't know what you wanted. I could have left and driven either way. I work in North Knoxville, so I could have either way driven two minutes and seen at least two cop cars. Or at least there would have been two cop cars. If we would have seen them, I don't know. I can't confirm that. Because in, in European countries, especially, their cars are, like, brightly colored, and they're out there saying, like, hey, we're here for your help and protection. Whereas in the U.S., it's very much a for-profit organization, and a revenue booster for governments. And so they shade and, and disguise and camouflage their cars in every way that they can. Literally, a police department tweeted with their new ghost car and said, like, you'll never see them coming. That's not the point of emergency services. Uh, we should see them coming. I should know. Yeah, like, I should know where you're at. Because if I'm getting shot at... Imagine, imagine, like, I'm walking by myself down the street, and I lose access to my phone, and a police car drives by, and I'm getting mugged or something, or, like, the people have a gun for it, that means... Those chargers, dude? Like... Those, like, chargers, like, the gray ones, and the, and the, like, the, yeah, those ones, dude? Like, oh my gosh. Because I think that they're just, like, a stock car, but they're never a stock car, they're, like, a cop car. Yeah. But every time I'm like, oh, somebody owns this, I'm like, oh no, that's a cop. So I never understand. Like, if I need help, I should be able to like get help. We really should. It shouldn't be a disguise. Like, I, I just don't know any other way to say it. Like, you're you're there for our protection, and that's 
you know, we could get into this, but I mean, essentially what's happening is there, people are not being protected. That's, Mm-mm. they're not. They're not. But to lighten it up and, and to close it out here, I have found some very interesting paintings of people that Zeus has slept with. Who's Zeus gonna sleep with next? Find so out next time. Well, no. So I do. I do want to talk about it here. Um, it says so. This article is real quick. If you want to look it up yourself, it says top five Zeus's lovers and their crazy stories. So the first one is, uh, how would you say this? Is D A N A E, Danae, Dan, Danny, Danny, Danny. I don't know. Oh, no. But anyways, know. I'm gonna call her Danny. So I, I don't think that's the way you say it. But for the sake of the story, that's how I'm gonna say it. So, no, I'm going to say deny. No, I'm going to say Danny. Okay. So, Danny was a daughter of King Acrisius. At the time she was childless, and the king asked the Oracle of Delphi if this would change. The Oracle announced him to him that he would never have a son, but his daughter would, and that he would be killed by his daughter's son. So, Acrisius shut poor Danny, or Danny, up in a bronze chamber who was buried in this tomb, never to see the light again. However, Zeus desired her and came to her in the form of golden rain, which streamed in through the roof of the subterranean chamber and down into her womb. Soon after, their child Perseus was born, and of course, a couple of years later, he killed King Acrisius accidentally but efficiently. Well, like Acrisius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what. So apparently, Zeus fucked this particular person in the form of rain. So for all you ladies who use the shower head, be careful. You Zeus. Could get it could be Zeus, you and he could you could bear a child that will eventually assassinate a king. Yes, and you can be pregnant. And we will end on that note. This has been There's Gotta Be a Line, and we definitely crossed a few on this episode. And Find out who Zeus fucks next. We intend to continue to do that. Yes. Find out who Zeus fucks next? What? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, we will see you guys next week. Bye, bitches.